Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Another installment of Fragment Silicon Reviews. Um, up this week, we've got another two games, and first among them is Smugglecraft. Um, if you recall, we did an interview about this game with um, Happy Badger, um, I think uh, at the beginning of the month. Like, it's been a few weeks, it's not been that. Mm. No. Mm. And, well, Smugglecraft uh, is a randomly generated um, driving game. It's not necessarily a racing game. Um, because um, there is racing in it, but the yeah, it's 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 about <clears throat> it's mission based. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Like you're going from location to location. The tracks did not seem to have that much diversity to me for being randomly generated. But yeah, when going from place to place, you can have different missions such as uh, you're delivering something or you're racing someone or you're towing something. Yeah, I I think you're putting the variety um, predicament in the wrong area because I certainly saw, like, you know, in the very next race... um, tracks if you will that were markedly different than um mm-hmm. the uh, than what was before um it's more it really comes down to um what you are doing and that it's like this game becomes really repetitive really quickly mm-hmm. because i'll be honest the the most interesting um mission type was the races is that was about the only time i felt challenged same here yeah like I did um, one of the ones where you're transporting something illegal and the cops were chasing you and they had no chance. Yeah, it's like... Um, <laughs> like, I did, like you're supposed to try to avoid getting seen, but I got seen and didn't even notice that I'd been seen until I heard the sirens. But then I just kept going and didn't have any problems. Yeah, and um, <laughs> in later missions, like the cops will just show up, uh, depending on the legality of the um, what you're doing. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like they were no challenge. Uh, you know, it's like, and yeah, the um, point A to point B um, missions were um, pretty bland. But, like, I'll be honest, the biggest challenge I had um, on the uh, on the tracks was um, the lack of conveyance sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I just did a race where I flew off the edge because I couldn't tell where I was going. 
that's that happened to me more times than I could count. Same like, here. <laughs> like, like I think that's a side effect of the procedural generation because nothing. I can't say that uh, it's a bad level design or anything like that because literally nothing here has been designed. Mm-hmm. It's all randomly generated. But well, it's it's set pieces. It's it's like it might be a an algorithm problem considering that it kept happening but yeah like that that was the biggest challenge i felt on the uh, on the drive track or whatever you want to call these things you know it, and that was up and that wasn't up to any sort of difficulty that was you know kind of a, do i go this way or not yeah, yeah like there- for those of you who are watching on stream i just flew off the track because it threw me into a speed thing and I couldn't do anything about it. Yeah, there hmm. is I never a, had any problems with those. There is a compass below your vehicle, but it really doesn't get pointed out to you. You to just suddenly notice it. And it really doesn't help much sometimes, too, because I don't know how many times I went in the wrong way because of it. <laughs> mm. I, I just found that um, going straight ahead worked um, most times. It does. You know, it's like... You know, this is this is kind of the problem when when your everything is procedurally generated. Um, you you're not going to get interesting or clever tracks because that that has to kind of be that can come from design. And you know, mm. here because everything is you know logarithm based, it has to keep to a more simple structure. So, mm-hmm. double-edged sword there. Mm-hmm. Um, but... The settings seem kind of interesting. Yeah, the... But, like... Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the ahead. degree to which it can be explored in a short mission-based random game is not the biggest it could be. Right. Like... Yeah, I'm like, you... Like you, um, you are playing a smuggler, um, and your main goal, at least initially, is to get out of debt. Like, you know, yeah, you you crashed your ship or something, and uh, the guy gave basically gave you a new one in exchange for uh, you have to pay him significant amounts of money in short amounts of time. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's actually, and it's quite a sizable, um, like a hundred. Twenty thousand or something like that, and yeah. you know, mm-hmm. your, pay, you know, your your payments pay, are like four hundred. Yeah, it's like it's going to take you a long time to pay this off, and while that is pretty realistic, I'm like, all you know, it's like once again, I didn't find the actual gameplay compelling enough to um, really explore down that road. Like, yeah, I that is kind of that is kind of the pressure point of the game is that you have to make these payments um, and if you only do legal missions you will probably not be making much more than the minimum you need to make the payments because the other um, big incentive here is upgrades like mm-hmm. you know uh, as uh, Belial's name in the title um, you do uh, you know not a f- uh, there is um, a crafting system um, it's surprisingly basic, 
um, for a game that has um, craft in it. Like yeah, you, know, you 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 have like five or six parts to your hovercraft ship thingy, uh-huh. of there, which like two are required. Yeah, and there's like ten um, sets each, and they're all presets. So you know, you know, and you do, and you get, and you craft for the usual reason, upgrading your uh, hovercraft in various ways. You know, more speed, more energy, more power what have you now um you know yeah there's lots of combinations but like i said it's um uh, it's a very vanilla by the numbers crafting system mm-hmm. you know it's like i i i wouldn't call it a high point of the game i really um yeah yeah, and it works um, like your typical crafting system. You um, you go into races to not only get money, but also get parts. Parts like, and other resources. Right. But like, uh, they'll, like, like scrap. yeah. But like, there'll be specific races where you may get paid a nominal amount, but there's also you'll get paid in parts. For example. Mm-hmm. Um. Like, also, another option, um, this does have a, um, it's, it's hard to say if it has an actual morality system, but it definitely has a good choice and an evil choice. Like, Oh, yeah, a lot of missions when you get to the location, like, if someone hires you to deliver something to a location, you'll usually have a choice of uh, delivering the thing where you were told to, or, like, just selling it to someone for the highest bidder. Right. I'm presuming this has a cumulative effect in the game. Um, I only played for about two hours, so if it's something that like affects the very ending of the game or something, um, it's very possible because like um, there are also like storyline missions where this happens, like um, like um, this one mission where I was delivering this rebel leader to somewhere, and um, there was yeah, not the choice of delivering them or turning them in. Yeah, I turned them in because it was ten thousand credits, <laughs> um, and I'm like, you know, I didn't feel anything because, quite frankly, um, there's there's no emotional connect to anything you're doing in this game. Mm-hmm. I never really did notice any effects from the moral choices either. NPCs I felt I felt a little bit invested because of the whole storyline with the uh, different casts of people and stuff like that, but not a lot. But yeah, that's same. still like I found that like the most I still found that like the most interesting part of the game. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm. But uh, you know, and like I said, at the end of the day. Even if the world were compelling, like, I just can't get a, above how bland um, the actual, you know, gameplay is. Now, it's mm. not bad, but it. it I does... like the graphics. They're the, it's they're yeah. kind of stylized and neat, but yeah. Yeah, well, not the graphics. That much are... of gameplay. Yeah, the graphics are um, fine. You mm-hmm. know, it, you know the. It, um, it's not just stylized, but they're very abstract. 
surprisingly so for uh, you know but I guess that's that whole future um, time aesthetic and whatever while we're talking about the story and gameplay right quick I will mention that um, that there is a the story for the storylines is not very long and there's also a new game plus in there as well so if you keep your upgrades when you go into the new game so it make it easier to get more money Okay, so, that would make sense. Not that there are a ton of hard missions right at the beginning of the game for you to do that with or anything, but... Yeah. Yeah. Also worth mentioning is there's apparently a very um, robust multiplayer system. We did not get, get a chance to um, undertake this because Dalits had things to do this week. Yeah, sorry, I was away. So it goes. So, unfortunately, we cannot factor the multiplayer. You know, I'm kind of, I am kind of concerned about that, but, um, you know, given that this game isn't a multiplayer-focused title, it has multiplayer in it, but, you know, it's got a, it's got a pretty heavy focus on the single player as well. Um, I will say, it's a shame that it got overlooked in this um, presentation. But sometimes that happens when you, know, you can't get everybody together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, a bit of an apology there. But just going on the strength of the single-player experience, um, I would score this a, a, an outright five, average, you know, okay kind of deal. Like, not bad, but it's not particularly good either. Like, um, what about you guys? Mm, I say maybe a six myself. It did manage to hold me for I'm, a while. <laughs> but I'm personally not a fan because I keep getting, you know, killed by enemy cars or thrown off the edge, and I don't know what exactly I'm supposed to be doing. Have you upgraded much? Because I, I, that that didn't happen to me that much. Yeah, I didn't I, get killed. I don't like, have any upgrades. I don't know where to get any. Um, oh, are you being chased by bounty hunters? Like, yeah, the upgrades oh. thing is grayed out. Oh, you might not have even unlock that yet. You don't unlock it until after, like, a couple of story missions. Yeah. Um, my guess would be that probably you're not reading the terrain very well or looking at the map. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, ne I never had that much trouble staying in bounds, and I'm not normally that good at racing games. So, um, now the music is um, well appropriately um, futuristically atmospheric. Mm -hmm. And it's worth noting that the um, original soundtrack is available on Steam, both separately and um, packaged. Like uh, it runs seven dollars. Uh, uh, that might be a bit pricey for this soundtrack. Like it, it, it wasn't bad, but once again, it was one of those things that worked well within the game. But I, I just couldn't see myself listening to outside of the game. But the option is there if you wish to do so. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, there's something I wanted to mention, but I kind of forgot it. 
was gonna say. I hate when that happens. <laughs> like, um, the upgrade system, uh, yeah, uh, type emissions. I'm like, damn it. it it's kind of gone. Uh, anyway, um, price. Um, so this game will usually run you $15, although we are recording this during a Steam sale, so it's currently going for $7.49. Um, I think that's a perfectly, um, and the soundtrack bundle is currently going for $11.46, so you know, $12 out of a, you know, $21 package. I'm like, yeah, 50% off, um, is about what I go in terms of pricing. Yeah. Now, at $15, um, it's a bit more risky to recommend. Oh, that's mm -hmm. what I, that's what I wanted to mention. Um, there's um, been a up recent update to the game. Oh uh, uh, no. Yeah, uh, an easy mode has been implemented. Oh and yeah, that was that was there before I started playing it. But yeah, originally it was a roguelike, which means if you ever completely crashed your ship or whatever, you would lose all of your progress and die. Uh, easy mode. I didn't notice any. I don't think there are any actual difficulty per se changes no but it lets you if you fail a mission you just start over from before you took the mission yeah it basically gets rid of the permadeath yeah which is honestly probably the way to go mm -hmm. like i didn't I, I i didn't find the permadeath um to be a compelling portion of this meal yeah i did i first off uh Unless you're doing really hard stuff, you're probably not going to lose much anyway. Yeah, not unless you preen off the track, which <laughs> honestly is a is a danger even in the easier um, tracks. Or run out of energy, which will cost you 300 of your money. Mm, yeah, which you don't always have that much. Yeah. yeah once again, that that's something that's mitigated by upgrading. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really didn't have a problem with the time rack. Upgrades. I only had that problem during scavenger missions. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, at fifteen dollars, um, it becomes a bit. It, it definitely becomes harder to recommend this game because um, it's very you know, its gameplay is very vanilla. Um, in spite of the change-ups, you know, like I said, some of the some of the mission variants um, can actually introduce some dynamic excitement, like the races or the uh, or the bounty missions. But yeah, deli delivery missions, I think, are the easiest, but they also are not very. There's not a whole lot going on. You're just going from point A to point B. Right, and then. The and then there's the cargo missions, which basically turn point A to point B to point C. Like you get the cargo, or, which or turn A to or turn A to, to or point A to point B, and uh, don't let the cargo get blown up. Right, <laughs> but um, not you know having that happen is um, a lot more difficult than it should be, honestly. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, there are some. There are a few times where you are uh, lightly implied to be transporting a bomb. <laughs> Or sometimes, 
I'm like, it'll tell, like, the, the, the specific mission you're on will tell you what you're carrying, um, you know, be it explosives, weapons, vital organs. That one came up a few times. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, um, physics. So this game is definitely on the um, arcade side of, of the equation, and that's putting it Yeah. Like, I mean, like, physics are more a uh, suggestion. <laughs> Let's just say then anything remotely um, approaching reality. Like, um, you don't have to worry about friction too much. <laughs> Although, you know. Yeah, I don't know how many times my rocket calls me go sliding so hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you are piloting a hovercraft. There's not going to be much friction. You're not. Yeah, you're yeah. literally not touching the ground. Yeah, you know? it's like that does come the danger of you're less piloting a hovercraft and more a ping pong ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's especially annoying because for whatever reason, um, brake and boost are tied, or at least they were on my control scheme. They like are. Sometimes, mm -hmm. sometimes I would brake and it, like, I would boost. I'm like, why yeah. am I doing this? They have a, It's a drift boost, basically, like in Mario Kart. Yeah, I, I know Seems. what it is. It's just still... It can be annoying sometimes. Yeah, it, it's more I wanted to break than boost. Mm -hmm. I, I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm more of an advocate of, you know, having a, you know, having the boost as a separate button or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, because, yeah, when you boost, you're going to lose control. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, um, you, uh, yeah, you've got the drift boost, but you've also got the energy boost. Like, um, at certain segments of the race or the um, driving mission. Uh, there are these glow the glowing orbs in the, in the, they're like in the middle of the thing. Yeah. And you if you, if you stay near them for long enough, which... It, if you drive right under it, you'll be in its thing for long enough. If you're a little too far to either side, you might not be. Right. And you want to hit these things for uh, not just the boost, um, because usually the, um, you, these are placed in very flat terrain. So you're probably not going to feel the... You know, you're, you're not going to careen off an edge. You mm, might yeah. hit something, but... Um, you know, the damage will be minimal. But, you know, it's like, but the other reason is it, it refills your time or your energy meter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like, uh, call it what you will, but it, it's basically your timer. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like. Yeah, you, you have, your, your thing has limited p power for the distance it has to travel, so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And. You know, you refill these either by hitting these um, big blue orbs, or there are smaller blue orbs that will refill like a second. Like yeah, it's it's really not hard to not run out of time if you are remotely paying attention to what you're doing. Yeah. Right. No. Like I said, now I, I keep coming back to this, but it keeps remaining true. Like. Um, there's not a lot of danger in hitting these boosts, which is kind, which is kind of problematic. You know, 
because there's just not a lot in the way of challenge. Or if the challenge ram ramps up, you're probably going to be too bored by the time that happens. Wow. Right, um... So, anything else we need to cover in regards to Smugglecraft here? I don't know. I thought it was pretty neat mostly, but not really special. That's how I feel. It's maybe above average at best. <laughs> I, I'm just... You know, this is definitely less special than I was expecting. Mm -hmm. um, you know, given, the, you know, given that this is another really, really weird mutate of the rogue genre. You know, <laughs> we are really getting to the, you know, yeah, the concept, the, the concept of you being a transporter with reasons to do legal stuff and reasons to do illegal stuff, kind of neat, but uh, not much that. You know, it it could do a lot more with that. Yeah, everything felt, you'll pardon the pun here, weightless. You know, and I don't mean just mean like the driving, like all your actions, save like a few story missions, felt you know, okay. Like, like you know, you, you might get a you know, how could you do this message and you, you just move on. But like, yeah, never really knew any backlash from my actions, really. Yeah, it's like they kind of forgot to put um, tangible, like rewards or punishments or whatever, you know, outside of like the immediate one. Like I said, I I can't discount a, a like if you do too many bad things, you get the bad ending kind of deal. But you know, the. That was farther along than I was willing to invest. Mm. Right, so final thoughts on the game? Honestly, the videos and stuff made it look more interesting than it was. <laughs> uh, definitely agree there. Like, just watching this game is honestly more fun than playing it, to be quite honest. I would agree. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it, it's it's unremarkable to play, but the story is kind of interesting. This might be a fun game to watch someone let's play if they can be interested in it. Yeah. Yeah. Like said, yeah. yeah you know, looking at the video here, yeah, the aesthetics are definitely the best thing going forward. Yeah, but when you're actually driving, you don't have time to sit there and, you know, take in the scenery. You got to get the fuck out of there. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Like, plus, there isn't that much to the scenery. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's kind of like Far Cry rocks. 3 Blood Dragon in a way. Yeah, but that, that was much, much better. <laughs> right, so that'll about do it for our review of Smugglecraft. Um, be sure to tune in uh, about a half an hour from now, as we'll or rather I will be reviewing the game uh, Conarium. Uh, once again, this is uh, one of those, oh, hey, here's one code. So, yeah, I spent the majority of my week playing this game. No. Uh, I, I'm like, it's a 
first-person indie horror game, a genre I'm surprised that we don't come into contact more, given that you know, given the amount of indie people we interview. Like, honestly, I think this might be the first one of these we've uh, we've actually tackled. Like. Or if it isn't, it's been uh, long enough that I can't remember the last one we did. I think the closest one might have been the Dead Age, maybe? Because they're out of horror. Close! Not really. Like, the Dead Age was um, zombie crafting survival in a um, very basic JRPG wrapper. That's mm -hmm. definitely not what this is. Yeah, it's like the yeah. closest horror game I think we got was that one from Phoenix, The Last Door. Yeah, last story. Yeah, yeah, and we've had we, yeah we've had some story games that are horror-ish, like yeah. uh, what what was it called? Uh, like the one with the house that was haunted, and there was the uh, what the the house in Thunder Morgana? Um, no, the that's the visual novel, right? Yeah, yeah. that's the visual novel. No, the the other one where you're a ghost. Um. I can't remember offhand, but um, you know, Canarium here is. Um, I like, like the uh, game. I just have terrible memory for game names. Yeah, I'm like. Uh, anyway, Canarium is like you know, think Amnesia: The Dark Descent. You know, ah. And, and things of that ilk. Like I said, you know, this is a you know this is a very popular genre. So popular that you know even the big time horror games have been co-opting the style. I'm looking at you, Resident Evil 7. <laughs> oh, it was Goetia, wasn't it? Goetia. Like, yeah, I'm like, may maybe similar it was, in tone. It's, yeah, that's what I mean. It was kind of kind of creepy tone. Yeah, kind of, but not like this. Like, mm -hmm. no, this, is yeah. an this is straight up uh, We Want to Be Lovecraft. Yeah, you know. So More on that later. Lot, we included a lot of the public domain Lovecraft stuff because that's most of it. Um, more than that, like, this is kind of, like, um, considered, like, a non-canonical sequel to In the Mountains of Madness. Like, um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about, um, both that and, uh, this game in detail in its, uh, own proper review. But until then, um, I do wish you good gaming. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.